So we finally have the last episode for Loki season two. Uh, it obviously follows Tom Hiddleston's Loki as he tries to save the TVA pretty much. Um, this is going to be a spoiler review. So FYI, if yep. you don't want spoilers, turn it off now. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear you in the comments complaining. If you do, you're <laughs> going to get blocked. We did warn you. <laughs> yeah, you have been warned. I'll warn you again one more time. Um, so Loki season two obviously stars Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Owen Wilson, Sophia DiMartino, Kihu Kwan, and Jonathan Majors as He Who Remains. Mm-hmm. So again, spoilers, because we're going to talk yes. a, a lot about this. Uh-huh. So Jens, what are your thoughts on uh, season two? The MCU is back. <laughs> if you've listened to any podcast, anything negative I've said about Marvel, I take it all back. Because they can create masterpieces. Uh, no, I'm I'm only I'm just being a little bit dramatic, but man, I loved I loved it. Oh, it's, it's so good. It just it takes me back to before Loki season one came out, and you know this. I was very <laughs> very critical about a Loki series because the character was done. He died, and oh, he escaped an Endgame. Well, I was wrong. Okay, <laughs> I was wrong. I was very against the idea of a Loki series, and it might be the best thing ever for the character. The ending of Loki's arc is quite near perfection. I think now he is uh, one of the best comic book characters ever put to the screen. Uh, I mean, he, he, he is in the top five for MCU, without a doubt. He's up there with you know the endings for Iron Man and for Captain America. Just very well-rounded character of what they've done with us. What, um, I'll focus more on season two now, but I thought it was very good. I think I think there's an episode or two in there where it kind of felt more um, exposition, kind of more like a filler kind mm-hmm. of thing to it, and it didn't really do much. But overall, I thought it was really good. It brought a lot of uh, thought-provoking concepts and a lot of. It actually kind of made me think while watching it. And I've been trying to I've been trying to watch our other MCU TV series <laughs> and. It, I do the opposite of think while I watch it because it doesn't, it just makes me relax and switch my brain off. This one actually makes me think. And that's what I like when, um, in any form of storytelling, I want to think about it and I want to know what's going on. I think Loki does a perfect job of that. It also finds uh, little moments in there to focus on character. It, it, it just, it, you know, you're going to get little bits of, uh, Mobius, you get bits of, of Loki as well. Obviously the focus is on Loki and also uh, Sylvie as well. Also, the comedy in this, it's funny. It there's actually, there's actually some really funny parts in that. Not, no cheese. It, 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 it's not cheesy. It's not cringy. It's not the, the Marvel formula. It doesn't, uh, when there's an emotional moment, it doesn't just say a random joke and kills the entire mood. It, it's, it's very well placed. I think the writers did a very good job here. Um, yeah, and obviously, it all uh, builds up to that final... Uh, episode where I guess Loki becomes like one of the most powerful beings in, uh, in the entirety of the MCU. But I think it just really capped off his uh, character real well. He kind of, he takes the ultimate sacrifice. He kind of did what Iron Man did in uh, Endgame and sacrifice, um, I guess his life to preserve all these timelines. And yeah, I, th- I, th- I thought it was a really good job. I'm going to bounce back to you because it's hard to just get all my thoughts out at once for an entire TV show. <laughs> but overall, what do you th- think? And we'll kind of bounce back and forth, I guess. Yeah, pretty much the same thoughts as you. I thought it was fantastic. It's nice to finally watch an MCU product that's actually decent, you know, because mm-hmm. it's so rare these days, let alone a TV series, because most of the TV series are 
put on this. Yeah. Um, you see it perfectly in regards to Loki, how like his arc is now fully complete. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were subtle teasers to previous films, you know, I think this, the last episode was called glorious purpose, yeah. which is one of his main lines that he used, I think in Avengers or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one. Yeah. Um, and at the end of it, you fully see that he does have a glorious purpose. Now he yeah. has a throne to sit on Yeah. and he is now, Pretty much. Oh, it's just the best <laughs> ending for him, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's now uh, pretty much he who remains but good, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. He's used to be the god of mischief, and now he's the god of stories. It's similar to the comic book, mm-hmm. and it makes sense because he's holding all these timelines, so many stories in each of these timelines. Yeah. So, yeah, he's definitely eclipsed Thor in terms of n- not quite physical power, but just, yeah. like, his power. What are you, um, yeah, 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 I know exactly what you yeah, mean. Yep. You know? Um. So, yeah, and I think... um. It's nice to see Tom Hiddleston get a send off that way because mm-hmm. we haven't really seen a villain get a fitting send off. I mean, you can say Thanos, but yeah, that's an easy one. But mm. for someone who's been in the MCU since the start, and it pro- like he's like usually the main villain in a lot of things, you know, first, yeah. not first Thor, yeah, first, somewhat first Thor, second Thor, yeah, he is the uh, villain of the first one, yeah, yeah. Avengers as well, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. Um, it's nice, yeah, nice to see him get that send off that he deserves, and Tom Hiddleston definitely deserve, um, deserves that as well because he pretty much put mm-hmm. everything into this one role for yeah. fourteen years. He, he's it's he, it's become to the point where I couldn't really imagine anyone playing Loki. No, it'd be very difficult. Yeah, he is Loki now. Yeah, I, I think he's finally he's earned that status as Loki. No, I mean I wouldn't really go to say he's really a villain anymore. He's you really did see the the villain to hero transformation. Oh, definitely. Yeah, especially with the sacrifice of what he did. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. I definitely judging based on what Tim Tom Hiddleston had said. Uh, I think he's mostly done playing Loki. We'll see him pop up. I think maybe once or twice, but. Yeah, it's very. It's going to be very interesting to see where the MCU kind of goes and how this all played out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we'll, we'll we'll break it down more in terms of performances. Obviously, we don't really need to say much about Tom Hiddleston. He's exactly the same uh, as Loki. Very good at what he does. Plays the character really nice. I, in fact, I will talk about him more. I think he does. <laughs> I think he puts on a little bit more in here. Just there's just more emotion there, and you kind of seeing that he's changed, and it's he does it in a very compelling way. Um, Owen Wilson, he has fantastic comedic timing. He does. His delivery when it comes to comedic lines, I think it's just perfect. I don't know whether it's kind of like, I guess, a softness in his voice. or He, he just does it in such a good it's way. It's just so calming. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a, such a wholesome person. And Mobius is just like, he's one of my favorite characters. He's just so fun to watch. I hope he's in more. Um, who else? Uh, Sylvie. Who plays Sylvie? Sophie D something. Yeah, I think she's very good um, at what she does as well. I just wish the character was given more. We obviously see her have a, you know, go through quite a uh, transformation in the first season. I thought she was kind of undercut in this season here. Yeah. I guess which is fair if they're going to focus on Loki and his end. Um, Jonathan Majors is, is a big talking point, though. I, we, I don't know where Marvel's going to go with this. Um, but, I mean... Like, we'll just be completely honest. He played uh, Victor Timely, He Who Remains, and that's the only Kangs he played eh, in yeah. this. Yeah. He's very good. Um, he's so good. He's very good at what he does, and we'll see what happens with his uh, court case. Um, but Justin Loki season two, I really enjoyed his performance. I thought he played a 
compelling Victor Timely. And especially when you contrast that with He Who Remains, you can see the kind of very different Kangs. Mm-hmm. And he plays it very well. Um, we'll just we'll have to see what happens. But what do you think in terms of uh, the cast members? Any standouts for you on this? Well, oh, Ki Hu Kwan. Did you like him in it? I did. He was very Kihu Kwani. Yeah. Um, you know, but he didn't like overstep or do anything. He was just there as like, you know, the the nerd, the founder of the TVS, um, pretty much. And like mm. some of the realizations that he has is actually quite funny. Like when mm. he's just like, Oh, yeah, I see where you're coming from now. Or yeah. oh, yeah, that could probably work. <laughs> it's just real funny to see because it's like stuff that he hasn't like really thought about and then someone mm. else says and he's like, Oh, Okay. Yeah. yeah, I could see see that working. Uh-huh. So I thought he was great. I think the two standouts here is definitely um Jonathan Majors and Tom Hiddleston. Mm. He wrapped up um Tom Hiddleston nicely, but I think Jonathan Majors is absolutely fantastic. And if he didn't have this court case, I think the character of Kang is definitely his to own. Yeah, it's similar to Iron Man and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's played three different versions of the same character. Yeah, completely different. Completely it is different. Yeah. absolutely amazing what he can do, and I really hope that he gets found not guilty just so he can see more <laughs> what else he can do um, yeah. as Kang, you know, because he's fantastic and I can't really see another actor sort of do what he does. Um, I could easily see another actor doing what he does. Who? I don't know. I mean, there's, there's been actors before that can play different versions of the same person. Um, yeah, I mean, there's le- lots out there. Le- lesser Noah ones. Pardon? Lesser Noah actors is what it's trying to get at. Oh, you don't want some kind of A-list to just jump straight no, in? No. I guess that's true. But it is still very early on, um, you know, uh, Jonathan Majors and Kang in the MCU. I think they could easily pivot. I yeah. think there are actors capable. I, I would only say that because the three Kangs we've gotten so far are very, very different. If there was only subtle differences, then it would be a much harder acting thing to do at that point mm-hmm. to really showcase it subtly. But... Yeah, I mean, what we can see now is Jonathan Majors is very good at what he does. Definitely, mm. definitely. Um, and it didn't really set up Kang's future for the rest of the MCU. It was just more of a fitting end for Loki. Yeah. But which is nice, like it wasn't mm-hmm. teasing the next thing or teasing Loki season three or Loki will appear or Kang will appear. You know, it was just the whole series was basically, yeah. or the season was basically just for Loki and his send-off. And Did you wait for a post credit scene? I don't wait, I skipped. Oh, you skipped to try and find her <laughs> to see if there was one there? Yeah. Yeah, at first, I, I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit annoyed because I wanted to see what like what was happening with Kang and stuff like that. But then I was like, I thought about it more and I'm like, nah, I'm just glad they kind of focus on like the perfect ending for ending for like Loki's character. Yeah. I thought that was the right decision at the end of the day. It is called Loki. It's not called uh, Kang Dynasty. Um, and we'll see it play out. I presume it's pretty... Uh, you can kind of see where it's going to go now. The MCU has a little bit more direction. I assume he's just, as Loki's kind of, um, you know, holding all these timelines together, Kang's and those timelines are just going to start uprising and doing what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And isn't the TVA's job is to now find just bad variants and stuff and just kill them there? Because they alluded yeah. to Kang the Conqueror on oh, yes. the MCU Earth. They did. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that's their purpose now. Yeah, so I guess they're just trying to find the Kangs and just knock them off one by one. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be very interesting to, to see where it goes. And, and obviously, Loki has to has to appear again, I guess, in some some way. But we always thought that season one was like 
the opening of the multiverse, I guess now is actually the multiverse because all these, all these timelines are just, they're existing now. They're not all being like put into one to protect the sacred timeline. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I guess it's completely out. Yeah, yeah. so Bors and Marvel's caught, caught um, as to what happens. I guess yeah. the next time we'll see the multiverse proper is um, Deadpool where the TVA is also. Yeah, Deadpool um, 3 is going to be yeah, interesting. So, so w- would you want to see any characters from Loki in Deadpool? From the TVA, like Mobius. Mobius. And, <laughs> Mobius. I love Mobius. Could you imagine him and Deadpool having like an interaction? <laughs> oh, that would be the best. Um, oh, I, I, no, I need to see it. I need to see it. I need Mobius in Secret Wars. Oh, definitely. I just, riding a jet ski, comes in, kills Kang. He just runs him over. Yeah. <laughs> just drowns him and gets caught in like the motor. <laughs> um, what but, do you think of the score? Because I know that you you really loved the first season score. I, I mean, you loved it too, yeah, right? I yeah, did. yeah, yeah. It wasn't just me. The score is good. Let Natalie Holt compose everything in the MCU. <laughs> There's one thing I don't like about the MCU, and this goes back to Phase One, is that the scores, mind you, some themes themes of characters are really good. Most of the scores are pretty bland. Yeah, a lot of them are just really bland and boring and dull, and. You know, obviously we get the good Captain America theme and Iron Man's theme is really cool and all that kind of stuff. I get that. But Natalie Holt kind of makes almost every piece of music just great. <laughs> like whenever I'm listening to it, I'm just like, wow, this sounds really good. It just, it just adds such a level to or like a layer to your enjoyment of watching the series. And, you know, she just needs to be doing more stuff as well. But I think she composed Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I think that kind of dropped the ball. So we'll have to see. But yeah. Luke season two, I thought she did a really good job. In the last episode, immaculate. It was just <laughs> so good. Everything was just coming together, and I was like, I felt it, man. I felt the music. I felt the scene. It was just, oh, it was so well done. She really knows yeah. how to make things intense. Like yep. that whole last um, episode was just intense with Loki, like, you know, trying trying to find a fix for the TVA, you know, even going, yeah. learning physics for centuries. <laughs> it was so funny eh, when they held up centuries later. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's just like schooling everyone. <laughs> and Mobius just like, what the fuck is going on? I loved everyone's like, confusion. They're like, how are you doing this? <laughs> and even uh, Kihu Kwan's OB is just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and it, just like him like yelling at Victor Tony, he's like, go faster, faster, faster. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. Oh, no, it's just oh, hit so well. But no, yeah, the whole um, synth wave, you know, approach to Loki's theme, I, th- I think it's perfect for his theme. Uh, we should have discovered that back all the way in uh, the first Thor movie. Yeah. yeah. I wish they had just had his music there the entire time. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, Loki season two, it's good. Does this give you any faith in Marvel? I mean, and I don't, we always have, I think we have some faith in Marvel because they had 10 years of a very good time. Mm-hmm. It's just lately they've been uh, not so great. And this one obviously contributes to the the larger MCU story. So yeah, how, how does this make you feel about, I guess, the larger MCU as a whole? Uh, oof, I don't know. I'm mm. still reserving judgment, you know, because they've, they've had so many L's since yeah. Endgame, you know I mean? The two best things to, um, this year is Loki and Guardians 3. Guardians 3. Um, They're both good, really good stuff, yeah. But yeah. yeah well, Guardians 3 yeah. was just because it was the final chapter from James Gunn for these sort of characters. So obviously mm-hmm. that was always going to be good. Yeah. And Loki was setting up the 
pretty much the next phase, um, both seasons really. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It seems like as if all these filler type series and movies mm-hmm. don't do it right because yeah. they're not really building towards something, but stuff where it is building towards something, the larger story, yeah, it seems to nail. So mm. maybe we'll see, maybe Deadpool's good. If Deadpool is actually good, then I think I'll have a little bit more faith and yeah. comments is backed up that where they purely focus on the larger story ahead rather, mm. rather than, you know, just a small little side story. Yeah, no, I, I think you're, I think you're absolutely correct, especially with Guardians as well. You know, it's kind of the endings uh, with Loki and Guardians. So when it's, you know, either focusing on larger MCU, but also focusing on the characters, like we're talking that Loki got a great character ending. The Guardians ended really well. When it focuses on characters and it focuses on the larger MCU, I think that's when, you know, MCU kind of hits gold with, with it. But if it's not focusing on the characters and it's just plot, and there's no reason to care because we don't care about the characters. Yeah. That's when it loses us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really know. What else is coming up next? Is it Echo next? Is there anything? Oh, there might be What If coming out. Yeah, I think it, I think it is What If and Echo. Who cares about What so If? filler stuff, really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for Echo. If yeah. Deadpool 3 and Echo are good, might have to jump back on the MCU train, <laughs> mate. I might just have to because Echo does look really good. It does. Yeah. And it's in my MCU spotlight, Marvel spotlight. Yeah, which is MCU, but like, yeah, yeah just but the just, small one. Yeah, you, you don't have to watch it to understand the larger stories. Yeah, which is good. I'm glad I know that now. Yeah. Is yeah. there anything else you want to say about Loki visuals? Uh, watch it. If you're down on the MCU, watch Loki. Oh, the visuals. One thing I want to say about visuals. This series, I don't know the exact figure, but I think it was between 150 to 160 million mm-hmm. to make the series. Doesn't and like She-Hulk it. was $225 million. <laughs> Um, And there's not much action or CGI in that movie besides She-Hulk. So it, sh- it just shows that you don't need the ridiculous $200 million plus budgets to make it look good. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say Loki had like great visual effects or was like, I was like blown away or anything. I think they're completely standard industry normal kind of uh, VFX. I'd loved the actual cinematography of the entire series. You know, this kind of um, probably plays a lot more into production design as well. Just the design of the TVA, oh, yeah. just little things like um, the pie eating room. Oh, yeah, yeah, just creative things like that. But it looks nice and it's, it's just done so well. Um, yeah, and obviously I, I love the you know final episode where he, all those timelines are wrapping around him into that tree. And it's just green. Yeah, it's like, whoa. Um, ugh, just creative stuff like that. It just adds so much more to these movies. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to make that point. Otherwise, I don't have too much to say on it. I loved it. Give this one a chance. I know the numbers for it weren't so great in terms of people watching the premiere episode. So this one deserves the watch. Definitely. So what would you give the score? Your score? Oh, give the score? My score? The score is a 10. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you have your number? I always go first, don't I? <laughs> I, need, I just need more time to think about it because I'm always thinking about like my thoughts and opinions. I don't really think about the number. I'm putting a number on this one. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. So my score for this one would be a solid 9.5 out of 10. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy I, shit. I just think the what they did with Loki in terms of like you know, mm-hmm. completing this arc from someone that's like 
was aimless at the start of the MCU was just perfect. You know, like yep. the start of MCU he was dying and then coming back and then dying again. He mm-hmm. like served no purpose to the larger story. Yeah. And then Loki happened and it's just perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. I am with you. I'm going, I'm going to go 9.2. I was thinking somewhere in the, in the nines. And then I was like, oh no, like Nan's gonna like think that's way ridiculously high. Um, but yeah, no, man, you you bang you bang like right on right on the right on the nail there. Uh it's very, it's very good. It's easy. I think it's one of the best things that Marvel's ever done. One of the best things that MCU has ever done. So Loki season one and two and Avengers, Infinity War and Endgame. Which one do you think is better? Infinity War. Uh, no, in, in, ter- in terms of so it's, combining them, so it's Loki season one and two, and then you got Infinity War and Endgame because oh, they're, they're, they're both sort of two parters. Uh, true. Oh, I don't know if I could compare it to the, both Avengers together, but if I'm dividing them all four, I would say Loki season two is above Endgame. Mm-hmm. Now, I it's I think it's top five MCU. Honestly, I I, I, th- I think it's really really good. Uh, Marvel needs to lean into this a lot more, and especially moving forward. Thor deserved this. Thor deserved this kind of treatment. He does. And he got Love and Thunder. <laughs> hey, Just such there, a clown movie. There might be Thor 5 where he might actually redeem himself, but I, I doubt don't. it. As long as Taika stays far away, nothing personally against Taika. See, that's so annoying because the thing with Thor is that Ragnarok set his character characterization up perfectly, you know, and then mm-hmm. Infinity War nailed in the head. Very good, yeah. And then Endgame sort of messed it up a little. Oh, I, why did they make him? They made him a joke. Yeah, and yeah. then Love and Thunder happened. I don't understand how he went bad from Infinity War to Endgame. It was made by the same directors at the same time back to back. They nailed him amazingly, and then they just made him a fat joke. I know. And it was just a weird, weird change. Yeah, and then he became even more of a joke. Uh, in Love and Thunder. Oh, I'm not going to talk about that. I <laughs> just, just want to think about Loki. All right. Well, at least one of the Odinson brothers has uh, good content at the moment. Yeah. Hopefully Thor can redeem himself. Cool. That will do us for our Loki review. If you uh, complain about the spoilers, you know what you're going to get. <laughs> so shut your mouth out right now. Um, if you haven't seen it, but you listen to this video or this podcast, then sorry. <laughs> but Why are you a- watching this? If you haven't seen it, it makes no sense. I mean, thank you for watching it, but yeah, sorry, it makes no sense. No. Um, if you have seen Loki season one and two and you want to share us your thoughts, head over to X slash Twitter or Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Um, see if you do agree with us in saying that Loki is probably one of the best um, MCU characters mm-hmm. ever. 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 And if you enjoy this review, you can head over to wherever you pod from, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, and search Let's Be Real. And all of our reviews are there. And not just reviews, also our podcast, Let's Be Real. So give us a listen and you can see what antics we get up to and other spoilery stuff that we talk about. <laughs> so and be sure to head over to moviegains.com because we also write content. We do stuff like Oscars, box office and physical media. So definitely check that out. We'll catch you on our next review, probably tomorrow, but depending on when you listen to this, it won't be tomorrow. (laughs) We'll see you guys later. All right, peace.